Ready to go? Yeah, okay. Well, thanks for coming to the Scrum Bag. I'm Tony Anaya. I'm an Associate Professor and Research Coordinator with the University Libraries. And today we're just going to do some demoing about how the University Libraries can support faculty when they're teaching classes. Um, one of the very first things is you can always add your subject librarian as an observer in your class and invite them to participate in assignments or provide support or a direct link to students um, so that they know who their subject librarian is. Uh, a lot of times if they're unfamiliar with how the library works, they don't know who to talk to, so providing them that observer listing right in the course would be helpful for them to be able to see. Um, librarians, our model now is that every, every department has a liaison or a subject specialist assigned to them, and so uh, part of that is working with faculty and being embedded in classes so that we can provide direct support to students, and Canvas is a great way to do that. Um, one of the nice things that have happened since fall, or for some spring, I think, is that we now have the UNL libraries here in the navigational bar of each course that, student, that students can use. Um, over the past semester, it is the number, the second highest referral link um, to the university libraries. Um, aside from the direct home, the direct URL. So students are definitely using the library from Canvas um, to access materials. It does anchor directly, and we have it opening in a new tab so things can work in the proxy works, but it takes us directly to the university libraries, um, and students can search for materials here. They can also search for their subject liaison or their subject um, specialist through um, our directory where they can see everybody based on actual subjects. So that is one way that we um, can use Canvas. One of the really nice things that I am particularly happy, or happy that we're using is uh, Canvas Commons. If you aren't familiar, if you haven't embedded any Canvas Commons material into your course, the University Libraries here at UNL have actually created some um, online modules that you can then embed into your classes. Um, academic integrity, some basic research skills, a library orientation, so they learn how to use the library website, they will create their accounts, so being able to access materials through the university libraries from off campus is one of the biggest things that we get asked about, and it involves the creation of an account, and these modules will do that. Um, academic integrity, obviously how to avoid plagiarism, how to cite things, giving students tools that they need um, to access Finding the support that the university, the libraries provides students um, is another, another one of our modules. These are very new and we do plan on rolling out several others. Um, we have some others that are very popular, um, especially discipline specific. So if faculty want to develop a particular module to use in Canvas or um, self-paced online teaching like this, um, we can definitely do that. Uh, psychology is, is a good example where we had a paper, we had an assignment that was pretty onerous. They had to go and do it all on paper and find a site abstract and then find it. Um, and what we've done is we've created um, a module like this that's been viewed over 5,000 times um, on how to perform a literature review in psychology. And that was based solely off of an assignment. Um, that professor then does embed some assessment as well as connect it to an assignment, but students are actually using it and what we're noticing is that people are going back to it 
even after they're out of the class, because it's the there's no way that they've enrolled 5,000 students in four semesters or something like that um, if it's just a one-section course. So um, those are some things that the library can do. These are all obviously very um, basic introductory level of playing field, introduce people to the university libraries, but our librarians can work with faculty to develop discipline-specific and course-specific modules such as these. Um, these are embeddable, and we'll just show what this one looks like. It shows you what this looks like. It gives you a module of um, information. So there's an orientation. It's all done live and hands-on through the university library's page. So as the university, the page, the page changes, which it did last Monday on May 8th, the layout of the library homepage uh, changed. And so this is actually using it live. Um, and there is some mastery assessment embedded in these modules. But we can also help you develop assessment or um, assignments that are directly tied to the skills that we're teaching students and how to use the library. And it can be um, course specific. So if you have them doing a paper and you want them to find three scholarly sources and do an annotated bibliography, then we can help you build that type of assignment um, so that it's gradable in through Canvas and they can submit it after learning the skills from our, from our modules. I'll show you what that looks like. And there are a lot of nice things in the Canvas Commons. These are only the three that we have here um, from UNL Libraries, but there are a lot more that have been developed here on the um, campus, including the Getting Started and the research resources, the research resources for um, businesses one that um, was really, has been used really well, has been used, I think, a lot by um, that department. What they look like when they are embedded as a module. I'll show you here in my sandbox what they look like. Um, here's the academic integrity. You can see what they've been doing. Here's what the tutorial looks like. As it's embedded, it'll automatically take them to the next tutorial in a new window. And it is a live search of how to find information. Um, the mastery quizzes are embedded throughout. And we can adjust that to your own particular citation style, or if there's particular questions or things that you want students to be able to know, those are the types of things that we can um, embed and modify. One of the really interesting things that are new this year that many people may not be familiar with is that through our electronic reserves, faculty can request streaming videos or movies to be embedded and added to their electronic reserves for students who um, maybe miss class or if it's only delivered online. Um, what they can actually do is if you go here to videos, we house these in box and students then in chunks can read or watch videos related to their courses with the subtitles. We subtitle videos and then we um, incorporate them into class and students faculty can then move them where they while not students, but faculty can move them to the places that they need to for courses. So there's lots of different ones. Um, we, this particular, these particular ones are examples of a film class that um, used our video, our videos, um, and then library course reserves, again, those go directly from your course. They can be electronic as well as physical materials. 
um, but they are directly linked to your um, course and you can embed them in each module as students go along. Questions to this point? Yes. So I'm teaching a movie film class uh -huh. um, uh, in the fall semester. So, and I'm thinking, I haven't taught it before. So, uh -huh. all the movies can be embedded. Are you saying that? Yes. You can embed all the movies mm -hmm. there and the students can access them at any point. Okay. So that there's two options you can do. So you can you can go through the regular e-reserve process and tell them you want these movies, and we'll acquire them if you don't have them or you use your own copy. Um, our our staff then digitizes the movie and provides the um, closed captioning, and then they'll work with you on where to actually you embed the videos and what module and what week. Um, you can have them up for the whole semester if you're gonna you know, if you're gonna do a quiz on a, a movie and you've watched it two months ago or however you want to do that, and they can be up for the whole semester or they can be up just for the three weeks that you're teaching that unit. Um, there's a lot of flexibility in how um, students are able to access it, and since it is on Canvas, it is um, only available to students enrolled in that class, so it's not like they have access any time other than going through Canvas and authenticating. But it is something that we can do. And um, we don't subscribe to a streaming service, which people a lot of times ask us to do. Um, but these are physical movies that we have in the libraries. You can put them in Canvas. You can also um, put them on reserve in the library so a student wanted to come and check it out and watch it in one sitting they could. Mm -hmm. A lot of times these are broken up in chunks because of the size. Mm -hmm. Are they public domain? We, we, we try to buy performance rights for all the movies that we purchase. And then the copyright is fair use for education. So like we have a lot of videos that we use, and especially if it's for education, what we're doing is we have them locked down for streaming for only the students that are enrolled in that class. So they're using it directly for education. And so that's kind of how we're justifying the videos being embedded into courses. They're specifically used and tied to a course. Students then have to authenticate to get in. And so it's not like we're, you're not gonna sell tickets to watch this 40 minutes of a movie. And so it, that's really how we're doing it. But a lot of our, a lot of our movies that we purchase have the performance rights attached. Other questions? Is the course reserve link working now? The course has been So the course reserve link here, I personally don't have course reserves listed for the sandbox. However, the course reserve link works, and you can either embed the material directly into each module so that it links directly from our database into the course and it just automatically pulls up um, or you if you have physical materials we do still have a course reserves link that is active that you can directly go to for individual classes and here of course it's not working and if it isn't working we haven't I haven't heard of any reports of course reserves not working in classes like electronic reserves um, because of the way they share the material now like I can't look at it But we still do have on our website a place where you can find course reserves. This one really works. It'll be down here. Course reserves is here. 
and you can search by course name or by course instructor. We'll look at Glenn because he's teaching right now. So you'll see that all of these are physical materials that he has, uh, Dr. Newman has reserved in um, the music library. However, um, again, these are just the physical materials, electronic ones are digitized and then embedded directly into your class. Other questions? Fairly straightforward, you know, I think the libraries are really working towards trying to support faculty and how they're teaching and using the resources. Um, when you have faculty as observers in your class, um, or even as a TA, they can participate or in discussions. So if you have someone, you can ask uh, your librarian to lead a discussion or just say, hey, I'm here if you have questions or need help. Um, narrowing down your topic or finding resources or, you know, there's things depending on how you structure your class that librarians can walk in and, and come in and help as um, not co-instructors that probably won't be grading things, right, unless you want them to, uh, but we can definitely go in and help for a lot of the research questions that students have. We do want to urge faculty to um, consider embedding a lot of our refresher trainings into their courses and not to assume that students are being given information and literacy instruction from someone else. What we find is that people assume that other people are teaching them how to use the library and how to do searching and what the difference is between resources, and then it's kind of getting missed. So if we, you incorporate some of these real basic things to level that playing field, at least you, you can tell them as a refresher, do this, you can include assessment. Um, the libraries does offer workshops, Another thing we do have, and um, one thing we don't really talk about too much, is when we are talking about the university libraries and we're talking about the resources that we provide, our two websites is always um, interesting. One of the other things that we provide um, that we don't talk a lot about is um, actually when you request instruction. You can have librarians come to your classes and we will do instruction, we'll teach to an assignment or that you have or a paper you have or a totally different topic that you're interested in having your students learn about. Um, you can request instruction here and that's where a student can come or a faculty member can come to your, to your office or to your class or have your class come into the libraries to have instruction. We also have all of the tutorials listed here and we have workshops on demand. These are things that um, it's a listing of all of the types of workshops that the university libraries provide and we can do it specifically for your class, for your department, for your student group or an organization um, where you can come and we can talk to you about different types of things, literature review, digital humanities, what does that mean, um, copyright, altmetrics, if you're using if you're a graduate student or faculty who want to know about altmetrics and um, the impact of your research and how to determine impact factor for journals, there's that. But we have a wide variety of material and things that university libraries can actually provide to your classes. How to read long articles. People aren't really taught how to read a long article. Right? Um, or finding good material. Or if you um, aren't sure about data management plans and you need to do one for a grant proposal that you're working on. 
we have specialists in the library that can help you prepare those types of things. But all of this type of information, um, all of these types of workshops are available for students or for faculty to request from a variety of different classes. And if we need to then deliver it um, for, say, remotely for an online course, um, we can definitely work at developing something to embed in a course to provide that support. So that video you were showing earlier, you just sent the iframe embed code to the instructor of the course, or how do they embed you? They do work, they do, um, our, our delivery staff works with the faculty member and they provide the link okay. to where they embed it. It's hosted off of um, one of the library box accounts, so it's it's controlled by the library and we've set the permissions for the faculty member, so we're kind of in control of what. How things are shared out. How to request the the video, the workshops. You can contact your subject librarian. We also have um, a form. So on this library instruction page, it's under using the libraries. There's library workshops and instruction that takes takes you directly to this page, and you can just request the instruction here. This form uh, is being modified during um, over the summer, so it'll be slightly different, but we do ask for a lot of information. Um, three different dates when you want to use it. If you, you know, pick an arbitrary date and you want it delivered electronically, then we can work at negotiating how we develop that, and then you can embed it in your course. You can talk about your assignment or, your, or what organization you want, and then we'll talk. It's, this isn't the only thing that you this is the only communication that you get from us. We, we get it, we'll see, we'll review what your request is, and then someone contacts you, and then we kind of talk about what you really want, if you have particular learning outcomes or objectives that you're looking for at the end of the workshop so that we can develop that, we do that with you. And then we work out when we'll come visit your classroom or when, when we deliver the object for you to embed into your class, and we, we kind of negotiate all of that stuff. So it's really personalized for some of these workshops. Um, if it's especially if it's discipline specific, uh, we definitely work with people to, to develop it for what the types of things you want people to talk with. But this course is here again. This this request is always available for you to use, and then again, contact your subject specialists, and then they can work with you to um, to develop that. But you can always contact me as well, and I can direct you. We can talk about possibilities, and I can direct you to your subject specialists. Um, those are just some of the things. We also have distance education tools available, which is if you are uh, teaching an online-only class, these are some of the materials or information that your students might need, um, especially if they are no, if they are not in Lincoln and they are truly distance education students. Um, the delivery of materials is something the university library supports. So if you need you need a book from the library, we will ship it to you. If you are on a, a military base or based in the United States. Um, so there are things there that are free. There's citation tools that we support. We support. We do have um, here's a little chat function where you can actually chat with a librarian um, and you can ask questions or if you're not sure where to find things that we provide this support as well. I was answering questions for somebody who was studying abroad in the summer last night at six o'clock and she was asking a question about the libraries and access. So those are the types of just general things that we do to support. Um, but I think a lot of times students, if they haven't had to use the library in this in this way, are not really sure 
what the entry point is or who to contact or how to get started. So we're trying to offer that type of thing. And then again, the subject specialists and then our e-resources, um, accessing materials from off campus is always a big question that we get. Oh, one thing I didn't mention, which I should, are subject and course guides. Um, these are also developed by our subject specialists and are um, directly, they can either be over a particular topic, a general topic, or it can be topic specific. So you'll see here that this particular English class um, was made by Anna, who is uh, one of our, one of my colleagues in the university libraries. And this is actually built around a particular class. Um, and it is directly related to the materials that this faculty member wanted them to find. So it's a fairly unique assignment where they have to find a local resource and then do research on it. It involves primary documents, it involves interviews, it, a lot of different types of research components go into it. And so what we've done here is we've given them library essential information as well as search tips. And then um, this is the one where they have to find a culture, a, a counterculture or something different than what they're aware of. So like we've had people do things on, um, they do it on Juggalos? No, it was somebody else. The one that the professor told me was um, graffiti artists. Right, yeah, like graffiti artists or they can pick a different culture other, something they're not familiar with. Um, it could be religion or a local organization, and then they, they explore and do research on that. And so what we did is, what Anna did is created this to show people where to find materials, including primary resources, um, local resources, and then the different global resources on where to find information to help students directly related to the um, assignment that the faculty member had done. So this is just an assignment in a Canvas course, and you're directing how to finish their assignment do what they need to do to accomplish an assignment that's in the Canvas course? This actually is, is this was actually an in-person class. Oh, okay. So they came in and we did the uh, model where we kind of did the pre-work where you did the orientation and then we talked a little bit more in depth. So the type of instruction that libraries are providing is, is going beyond the point and click. This is where you find things, this is how you do stuff. And we'd like to really teach to assignments. So like this is really a great way to do it because we'll say, give me a topic. And we show students hands-on, like not every topic is successful or how you make it successful. And we develop a lot of things, search strategies, keywords. So this particular guide um, is directly related to a course and the major assignment that they're needing to do in that particular course. We have a couple of different ones that are very basic. Um, we've got these, like, these are all resources for classes or English courses, um, 200 to $499. And you'll see that these are the types of um, competencies and it's very discipline specific. So you'll see on how to find things, guides for research, where to find material, professional organization. So all of these things are um, very general overview of where to find materials and things for a particular discipline created by um, one of the English librarians with the picture and then contact information as to where they can find things. A lot of these are linked to a variety of different things. So you'll see here that if you wanted to see what she had created in religion, if you were a theology major, you'll see that Resources for Religious Studies is here, and it's another guide on a particular subject. 
So they're subject related and then there's also course related, directly related to what they are. These can be embedded into Canvas um, and you can also direct students to them. You can talk to librarians and they can create something specifically for your class and it's all web-based and it's very easy to change. So if you change your assignment and we then need to change some information on the on this particular subject guide, it's very easy to do and very fast. So it's, it's pretty up to date. And these are available all the time. So for these, they don't necessarily have to go to Canvas to authenticate like a video. They can just go directly to the library website and they can find the guide and um, access it that way. One of the many things that we offer. Any other questions? Anything I haven't covered you want to know about? Yeah, definitely libraries are a resource. Um, I think you'd be really surprised at some of the things that the librarians can teach you. Um, it's very different, and we're really working on becoming more effective teachers. So it, that partnering curriculum development, if you want to embed some of these skills directly into your courses and you want to know how to do that, we can help with that as well as coming in and teaching specific things if you like. Do you have any other questions? I think we're good. Any general canvas questions? Yeah. I'm currently taking a pre-session class as a student canvas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I've spoken to students in classes, they've all been very um, happy with Canvas and they've really liked it. I think the student grasp of it is very different than the faculty. You know, when you talk to faculty, a lot of them, you know, have more difficulty navigating or building their classes because it requires work. If you've been teaching the same class in Blackboard for 10 years, you have to build it a little bit differently, but maybe it's time for you to think about changing your class a little bit. But students find, are very happy with it. Every time I ask just random people, um, they're pretty happy with it. Was it asked by something I'm happy about? They think it's easier to use and they like the display. The people that I've asked, and he said, I think it's easier. One of them said, it's just easier to find the things I need. And, and that could be Canvas, but it can also be, yeah, and the mobile works, the mobile app actually works, <laughs> um, where Blackboard didn't work. The menu's consistent, but you can't, you yeah, we hit the menu however you want Blackboard, and Canvas is a consistent menu where all content goes to modules, so students know exactly, they click on modules to find content, so it's, that restriction helps students find things. Yeah, it was definitely, he was easier to use. He thinks, you know, I just randomly stop in the library and ask people working on campus, like, how do you like that? Um, <laughs> which I tend to do. Uh, but it, it, it's definitely been, I've gotten just really good feedback from students. Faculty is a little bit different, but it's also the learning curve. You know, students see a different end, a different side of Canvas when it's all pretty and ready to go. I've got students, we do little banner sessions at the beginning just in case people have questions. I've let the students just walk in and go, I love Canvas. That's how they walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a positive change, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. I hope um, it helps.